Welcome guys to the Trying Podcast. My name is Nanini and on this podcast I'll be sharing with you the steps that I'll be taking to try and get over my fears and get out of my comfort zone. It's November 24th on Thursday 2022. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm listening to something and I've had a question now pop up in my head. Now, this is one of those big questions that I know I need to answer because otherwise it will start in me. The seed of doubt will start, will be planted if I don't answer this. Because to me, to me, this is big. And I trust, I need to say this out loud with my mouth. I trust that God has an answer. He may not answer me today or tomorrow or this year, but I, I will be, I'll be waiting for God's answer and I trust that he has an answer. And I believe that Jesus is the truth. So everything he says is the truth and the truth does not contradict itself. Okay. So my question is, I'm listening to some, somebody and they have mentioned about the, the, the verse where Jesus says about the true and the false disciples, um, many of you will come calling, I'm paraphrasing, saying, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? Did we not do all these things in your name? Um, but Jesus will tell them, away from me, I never knew you, you evildoers. Now, the person mentions the casting out demons only. He doesn't say the prophesying and stuff like that. But then that made me think. My thing is not even with a guy. My thing is the question that was popped that has popped in my head. I was like, huh. The guy says, the one that I'm listening to, he says, there are many people in the in the times where that there are many people that will be deceived by the the, the evil one, the devil, thinking that they have the gift of the spirit because jesus says like many will come and nini try to nini different signs like they have like to false miracles and they might deceive even the people the nini the some christians they might deceive even some christians so the thing with this guy is he's saying that there's some people who will cast out demons thinking that they're casting out demons in the name of jesus the power of the holy spirit but they ain't okay okay there's something coming to my mind right now but let me continue the question so my question was wait 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 wait, wait, wait. okay 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 get that i get that i get that i've read that verse this is like almost like maybe the fifth sixth seventh time eighth time tenth i don't know that i've come across that verse again so i know it but i've never asked myself this question I remember Jesus in the previous study. Which study was this? No, not selfless. The other one. Is it flyover or is it bottom up? I think it's flyover when I was talking about the, 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 the heavenly beings. Yeah, flyover. In the last, the last nini, um, minutes of or hours, the last hour, I started reading about Jesus and Beelzebul. Belzebul, Belzebul, that the people were telling Jesus, you're casting out demons by the power of 
the the prince of demons or the king of demons, Belzebul, that that dude, that god, small g god, aka the devil. So Jesus says, yo, a kingdom that is fighting against, I'm paraphrasing, a kingdom that is fighting against itself will never stand. Okay? So Jesus is saying, if I am casting out demons by the power of Belzebul, then I am acting, uh, then I am an active member of that kingdom, right? But at the same time, I'm fighting against the kingdom that I'm in, if I'm in the Belzebul kingdom. And that does not work. It will not stand. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Jesus did not say it does not work. Jesus says it will not, the kingdom will not last long. If that's what's happening. Okay. Yeah, it will not last. It will not stand. So if Satan is fighting against himself, his kingdom will not stand. And then Jesus talks about blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, meaning you guys are claiming the power that I'm casting out these demons with is not the Holy Spirit, but the nini the but the power of the devil that is blasphemy. Jesus says that is blasphemy. To claim that the power of God that is alive and working in me, casting out demons, is not the power of God, but a power, an evil power that is blasphemy. And Jesus says, to blaspheme, to 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 speak evil. I'm paraphrasing. Like there's the sin when you sin against the Son of Man, Jesus, you will be forgiven. But when you sin against the Holy Spirit, that is blasphemy and that is a sin that will not be forgiven. That's what Jesus says. And then Jesus then later talks about this evil spirit that leaves a person's house, a person's body. And let's say the spirit is driven out, cast out. And then it goes out into the wilderness. Like by wilderness is like a dry place. And then it's like, hey, dude, let me go back to that other house that I left, that body that I left. Because... It's not working out here. So he goes and finds the house clean with nobody inside. An empty house, but it's clean. And then it's like, yo, there's space for me here. And that Jesus says that the spirit goes out and calls out seven more spirits. Even more spirits. Even more eviler. <laughs> this is not funny, but uh, the eviler thing... Um, and my check about more evil, you know, seven more spirits that are even more bad than than that more worse than this spirit, and they they come into that person's body, this person's house, the body is the house, and that person is way worse than he was before. So my focus is where Jesus says a house that is fight a kingdom that is fighting against its own will not stand and then and then now there's this also this other part there's also this other part where they there is the um, jesus's disciples <clears throat> are coming to him and telling him yo jesus there's a dude there that's casting out demons and he's not part of our clique like he's not part of the 12 he's not part of the 72 i don't know we, they didn't specifically say the 72 or the 12 but they say like he's not one of us should we go stop him? Should we call down fire from heaven to burn him? And Jesus says, like, you're chill. Okay? If he is not against us, he is for us. 
You see? Where my question now inaanza kunini? The question is, is there a contradiction? I know there isn't a contradiction because I trust God. But I need to answer this because the Bible interprets the Bible. Okay, the answer for this is in the Bible. And there's a thing that has popped in my head that I think it's all about the heart. Let me just say that out loud. It's all about the heart. But then I'll, I'll start thinking about it. So I know there's an answer. But on face value, Jesus says, okay, no, don't stop the guy who's casting out demons in my name. No, if he's casting out demons in my name, uh, I'm paraphrasing, I don't remember exactly <clears throat> what Jesus says. But if he's casting out demons in my name, then he's one of us. Don't stop him. Okay. Jesus then says, in another part, where the Belzebul thing, Jesus says, yo, a kingdom that is fighting against itself will not stand. So if the devil is casting out his own demons from people, yeah, that will not last long. Jesus doesn't say it won't work. Jesus says it won't last. The kingdom will fall. Okay. And then Jesus says, uh, many of you will prophesy, will come and say, Lord, will call me Lord, Lord. Did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name and do all the other things? But then I will tell you, away from me, I never knew you. You evil doers. I think I have a path, a, an answer that is leading me to a path. I think I have a step that I can take when it, when, when it's about the heart. Because Jesus says, the casting out demons in my name on face value, like generally that's okay because you're freeing people. Prophesying that the, the spirit gives us a gift as he wills anyway. Not everybody, but the spirit gifts people as he wills. So to some he gives the gift of prophecy. To some he gives the gift of casting out demons, discerning spirits. What other gift? Wisdom, knowledge. So those are gifts understanding um such gifts so there are people who will have those gifts like prophesying and casting out demons but jesus says they are evil doers Jesus calls those people the false disciples not everybody who casts out demons not everybody who prophesies no there are some people who will come calling jesus lord do you not do all this in your name i think i also studied this apart a piece of this in the rest episode episode rest i titled it rest so these people were doing right but it's also about the heart your mouth speaks what your heart is full of meaning what comes out of you what comes out of your even jesus says it's not what about you it's not it's it's not about clean and unclean foods that's not what the what god was telling the people in the old testament yes generally they were supposed to abstain from clean and unclean foods but there was a deeper meaning that god is trying to tell them like the same even as the murder it's not just don't kill physically kill somebody jesus comes and says by the way do you know if you have anger in your heart because it's all about the heart if you have anger in your heart 
you're killing your brother you're you 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 are account like you're the same as somebody you, you are, who oh, i can't even speak you who is angry in your heart you're the same as a person who has actually killed and murdered somebody equal playing like you're the same same you're the same you deserve the same punishment before god so even when it comes to the clean and unclean foods jesus says yo it's not about what you eat it's not about what you put in your mouth because it will eventually come out of your body everything you put in your mouth will eventually come out of your body it's not about that it's actually about what comes out of your mouth we're not talking about puking we are talking about what comes out of your heart because what the heart is full of the mouth will speak the mouth speaks what the heart is full of so that is what is unclean and that is what is clean you're either speaking the words of life or you're speaking the words of death like my point is that you're either that's why that's why you can that's why Paul can say in Romans chapter 10 um testify with your mouth that Jesus is Lord like it's all about what comes out of your mouth you know people can lie yes but again Jesus says it's not just what you lie about with your tongue no it's about the heart it's what comes out from your heart now who else can see the hearts of men not another man aka aka human being aka human human being no it's god who can only see a human being's heart so who is the judge it's only god who can judge that's why jesus is the judge when people come to him telling him lord lord did we not prophesy in your name did we not cast out demons in your name jesus who sees the heart of men who sees the thoughts of men matthew chapter 9 jesus saying why are you entertaining evil thoughts this god jesus the one and only god the image of the invisible god that's why jesus can judge these false disciples and say i know your heart even when you are quote unquote prophesying in my name using my name to prophesy because even in the old testament we are told that some of the prophets were giving false prophecies and god i wanted to say god cast them but i don't remember exactly what god did but god condemned them my point is i don't know if god cast them said like cast you or or like god just says like woe to you or something like that but i do remember god calling them out and saying you guys are not hearing my voice it's not my words that you're prophesying it's words from your hearts amen <laughs> i love that this is connecting ah oh, thank you god for answering god even in the old testament said that you who are giving false prophecies You're giving false prophecies because your heart is deceiving you. You're giving prophecies from your heart. So even when Jesus comes and tells these guys, you used my name, but the prophecies that you were giving 
are from your heart. They are false prophecies. That's why you're evil doers. Now, what about the casting out demons? Jesus himself says that there will be false disciples who will come with quote unquote power that can also like they they will they will have miracles. They will start saying, Oh, I am Jesus, look at my miracles. I'm paraphrasing some some verses in the in the New Testament, some Nini books in the New Testament that say like there will be false messiahs coming and they will have these false powers that might deceive even the Christians. Even Christians will see people using quote in quotes Jesus's the Holy Spirit. Using the name of the Holy Spirit, using the name Jesus to perform miracles. But don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. They're not using the power from God. They're using evil powers. Because even the devil can disguise himself as an angel of light. You feel me? So, Jesus, who is the judge, who is God, who looks at the hearts and judges the hearts, can say you were using my name. But the power and, the, and your hearts, you're, you're, you're evildoers. You deceived yourselves and you deceived many others. Because the power that you are using is not the power from God. It's not the Holy Spirit. No, 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 no. You're not using God's power. You're using the devil's power to cast out. That's why it's not even contradicting what Jesus says, like a house, a kingdom fighting against himself will not last because it's true. And the devil is not that smart. Okay. I'm not saying he's dumb, by the way. No, I'm not saying the devil is dumb. I'm just saying he is not equal with God. He's not all knowing, all powerful. He is not that. He's a created being. He has faults. I mean, the one fault, the fact that he didn't, he did not listen to God and he disobeyed God proves that he is faulty. Faultless is somebody who does not have faults. No, that he is full of faults, just like us human beings who, who disobey God and we don't know everything. Meaning sometimes we even act against our own, our own, um, we, Instead of doing things that benefit us, we do things most of the times that harm us. So the devil is not all knowing that every single decision he makes or every single his minions make is, is for his kingdom. To No, no, sometimes he even fights against himself. So that's why even Jesus says, yo, a kingdom fighting against itself will not last. And guess what? We already know how this story ends. The devil's kingdom will not last. It will fall. Because... He has already been condemned and Jesus has power over death. So I love this. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for answering me. <laughs> ah, I was I was honestly expecting me to just think through this and then pause. And then maybe then later I will start studying because if something, if maybe God throws at me a bone, like, okay, check this out. Maybe look into this. Maybe look into this. And then maybe. But I think I have the answer now. Okay, this is not 
all of it. I know there's so much God wants me to understand when it comes to this. But this is nice. This is a good step in the right direction because it's all about the heart. That's why even all these instances, it's Jesus who speaks. It's Jesus who tells his disciples, by the way, leave the guy alone. Jesus who knows the hearts of men. Jesus, even without seeing that person, knows his heart. Because we know this because Jesus saw Nathaniel under the fig tree. This is an example of a verse I have read, I've come across. Jesus saw Nathaniel under the fig tree. Without even actually seeing him with his actual physical eyes, Jesus who is who knows who the Holy Spirit reveals. We are told he is filled with the Spirit. And in John chapter 3, we are told God gives the Spirit without, God gives him, him, he who, who came from above. Right? This is where after John the Baptist is explaining to his disciples, I am not the Messiah and he is, I must become lesser and he must become greater. You know, he who is from above receives what is from above and he comes to testify of what he has seen and heard. So that verse from verse, I think 30 or 33, right there, John chapter 3 verse, I think 33 there, John the Baptist is saying, God gives Jesus, who is from above, the spirit, God gives him the spirit without without limit. Yeah, the spirit of God. Jesus speaks the words of God full of the spirit. So this is the person I'm talking about. The person who can speak to. The disciples have noticed a guy casting out demons. Jesus, we're not told if Jesus has noticed that guy. But we're told the disciples have noticed him and they've come to Jesus. Now Jesus, who we don't know who, if that he has noticed him with his eyes like he has seen him. Jesus says, no, leave that guy alone. He's good. How do you know he's good, Jesus? Maybe he's using the power of the devil. But Jesus, who is who knows, who is all-knowing, knows. Because Jesus is God, he's all-knowing. There's no point in time where Jesus did not know everything. Jesus knows, right? We are told he was fully man and fully God. Fully man, he was able to be tempted how we are tempted. He was able to 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 um, feel the pain even in the Garden of Gethsemane. And as, as us men wanting to not feel the pain, we cry out to God, God, take this cup away from me. Take this pain away. Jesus did that. But because Jesus is also God and he's faithful to God, Jesus was like, not my will, but your will be done. Right? So he's the, he's the, that's why he's the last Adam. Even though he's, Adam was tempted by the tree, he decided to eat. Him and Eve. By Adam, I mean like the human being. But then Jesus being tempted to let go of the, the work that he was brought here to do, to, to put aside that work and he was like, not my will, but your will be done. I will drink from the cup. So, that Jesus. Knowing the heart of that person who was casting out the demons in his name, he told the disciples, don't, don't stop him. He is for us. He is for us. Meaning... The power he's using is his is the power from God. He's using my authority. 
He is on our side. Right? Okay. He's an, a soldier in the army of the Lord. <laughs> so, um, and that's the same Jesus who tells the people, you are telling me that I'm using the devil's power to cast his demons out of people? Don't you understand that a house that is against itself will not stand? A kingdom fighting against itself will not stand? Don't you understand that? And if that's what's happening, then the devil um, will not last long. But I'm telling you, just so that you know, that's not what's happening. You Sinning against the Son of Man, you will be forgiven. But when you sin, sin and blaspheme the Holy Spirit, the power that is in me, driving out these demons, that sin will not be forgiven. Because you're calling God's power, God's spirit demonic. That's what you're calling God's spirit. You're calling God's good spirit evil. So that will not be forgiven. And that's the same Jesus who talks to these false disciples who use his name to prophesy and to cast out demons and I think to heal. So these miracles, these quote-unquote miracles that the devil uses to deceive people through human beings, Jesus says, you're evildoers. I know your heart. I know you. You are not part of the, you're not soldiers in the army of the Lord. You are false disciples. You're the wolves in sheep clothing. Right? Huh. So that's that. Jesus who knows the heart? It's all about the heart. So this, I should not be scared when the Holy Spirit is working in me to say heal another person. And then I'm like, oh, I don't want to heal that person because, you know, maybe I may, I'm, I don't want to be like a false disciple because Jesus even said even there are people who will heal. No, no. My sheep know my voice. And they will not listen to the voice of another. That's what Jesus says. So am I listening to God's spirit? Am I in line with what has been revealed by Jesus himself in his word? Because Jesus is the word of God. So am I contradicting the Bible? If yes, then I need to confess my sins. Ask God, you know, God, I'm sorry. Show me the way. Show me the way. Okay, that's not that's not to say. I'm sorry, No, for real. By by the way, Nikwambia God, like you know, God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was listening to another voice. You know, I was lost. We had, Jesus gives a parable of a sheep that is lost, and he searches for that. That shepherd searches for that sheep day and night until he finds that sheep i will not lose those whom you have given me that's what jesus says in john and when he finds that lost sheep they rejoice they have a party the entire community has a party that's what happens in heaven god and his heavenly beings rejoice when a lost sheep is found my sheep know my voice. 
So Jesus calls me by name. The same way shepherds have names for their sheep. My sheep know my voice. So I, God calls me by name. And I know his voice. That's why when I hear a voice, in quotes, a voice speaking to me, even though it's a thought, I should pause. Is this God's voice that I know? Or is this another voice? And if I am actually not sure, I should go to the word. What is this voice telling me? Is it in line with the word? And the Holy Spirit who is in me, who teaches me, who reveals to me the words of Christ, what Jesus said and taught, then I can discern. Aha. Uh-huh. Or even the Holy Spirit gives gifts of discerning spirits. So which spirit is speaking to me? Right? You know what I mean? So um, discerning. I think discernment, that's it. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. I think, yeah, discerning is a gift. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, I think it's all about putting on the armor of God. If I know I've put on the armor of God, what's the armor? Um, The breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation. Salvation. I know I am saved. I believe in Jesus Christ the son of God who died on the cross for my, the sins of the world. Yes, for my sins, but the sins of the world and whoever believes in him will not die, but will receive eternal life. And I believe that the devil has already been condemned. You know, I believe I have life in Christ. So I believe I am saved. That's the helmet of salvation. So even when the devil comes and tells me, oh no, June, you need to doubt. You need to doubt this verse in the Bible. Or the truth in this Bible. No. Are you sure you're saved? Are you sure? Do you remember what you did yesterday? Do you remember what this so-and-so said about you and you thought about it and you were like, by the way, I think I'm not saved. Do you remember this? Do you remember this pastor who has studied all these things? Do you remember what they said? That actually you're not saved because you have not been done. I can go and say like, oh no. I believe Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior, and I am saved. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. This is Romans chapter 10, that Jesus Christ is Lord and you will be saved, full stop. So that's the helmet of salvation. The breastplate of righteousness, by believing Jesus Christ has saved my life and has, and has gifted me the gift of eternal life in him, then I am covered by his righteousness. His finished work. I am made right with God because of what Christ did on the cross by dying and resurrecting. He did not resurrect on the cross. He resurrected after three days. But that's what I mean by what he did on the cross, right? He defeated death on the cross. So by believing in his finished work, I am covered by his righteousness. So I've put on the breastplate. My heart is protected, right? Okay, what else is in the armor of God? There's a helmet. There's the breastplate. There's a shield of faith. Yeah, Jesus asks, who will, when I come back, will I find people with faith? So who is my faith? Who have I put my, who, who has my faith? My faith is in the Lord. Who is my faith directed to? How, how, how can I say this? Right? 
where have I placed my faith in or who have I placed my faith in? My faith is in God, the creator of heaven and earth, Jesus himself, because we are told in Colossians chapter 1 from verse 15 that he is the image of the invisible God and everything both visible and invisible was created in him, through him, for him, by him. And he reconciles all things to him, to himself, to God, right? So that God, I have faith in that God. That's why I can have faith that the Bible does not contradict itself because it's the word of God. And it's alive. The word of God is alive and it's sharp than a dub, like a double-edged sword that can cut through the bone and the, and the marrow and the soul and the spirit. That's the confidence I have. Faith is confidence in God. Faith is, what did I read in Hebrews chapter 11? Faith is confidence of what is not seen and, I don't know, what is faith? Let me actually just read that quickly. Faith, the hope for what is not seen, the evidence of. I think I remember faith is confidence in God. I have confidence. I've placed my confidence in God. Um, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance, okay, evidence about we, what we, uh, blah, assurance about what we do not see. Faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. King James says, now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So that is faith. Faith is confidence. So I've put on the, sh I've, I have the shield of faith that can, that can cover me and put off the arrows, the burning arrows of the evil one, right? And then I also have on my feet the readiness to tell the good news, right? So like, yeah, yeah, the readiness to tell the good news because we're told, um, I think it's some in the Old Testament, but also Paul quotes it, I think it's either in Romans or Ephesians, I'm not sure. Um, Blessed are the feet of those who, the messengers of the good news. Blessed are the feet of those who bring the good news, I'm paraphrasing. So you see those feet that bring the good news uh, our feet are supposed to be fitted with those shoes of the readiness to, to go and preach the good news and tell of the good news of Christ. And then the sword. I'm supposed to hold the sword. The sword is the word of God, the spirit. And the word of God is full of the spirit and life. The word of God is full of the spirit and life. So I'm supposed to be ready with the word of God. So, And we're told the Holy Spirit is the one who brings into remembrance what Jesus has said in his word. So these verses are coming to me because the Holy Spirit is bringing them into remembrance. So thank you because he's full of the words of God are full of the spirit and life. That's John chapter 6. Thank you. <laughs> um, what else? What else? What else? So we have the helmet of salvation. We have the breastplate of righteousness. We have the shield of faith. We have the sword of the word of God. We have the shoes of the readiness 
the good news. And also I think there's praying. Praying in spirit. But anyway, if I have the full armor of God, and I, it's not just, I'm, I'm not just quoting like, oh, breastfield of righteousness, check. No, I need to understand for real. Am I covered with Christ's righteousness? Do I live like that? Am I in this situation? Am I living as if I'm covered with Christ's righteousness? Or am I doing my own righteous acts that can cover me? And we're told that compared to Christ's righteousness, my righteous acts are like filthy rags. So they cannot cover me. So am I doing things to gain favor with God? Is it because I was baptized by water that I am now saved? Such things. Is it because I have done this in the church that God has seen my righteous acts that now I'm covered by my own righteous acts? Is it because I've done so and so, I've, I've helped the needy so that God can see my righteous acts? No, it's only Christ's righteousness that covers me. Send your... And we are told that the Holy Spirit, the fruit, if the Holy Spirit is alive in me, another way to know if the Spirit is in me is if I bear the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, patience, kindness. Let me think about it I'm saying. Love, joy, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, faithfulness right? Am I bearing these fruits in my life? If yes, and I'm listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit, then I'm in, I'm, I'm part of the army of God. I'm not a, I'm a true disciple because the Holy Spirit tells me to rest in the finished works of Christ, not to do, do, do. Because Jesus says that you guys are doing, doing, doing these things. So that you can cover yourself with your own righteousness. But away from me, I never knew you. You're not close to me. You're not coming to rest at my feet. Listen to my words. You're listening to another voice. The fact that you're evildoers, meaning you're doing what your father, the devil, is telling you to do. Jesus telling the, um, the Jews, the people of a certain town that wanted to stone him and kill him like... If you are of your father Abraham, you would do as Abraham did. Abraham was pleased to see my day and he saw it and he was glad. But you're trying to kill me. And if your father is God, then you would listen to me. And you would understand that what I am saying is true. Because I'm speaking what God is saying, telling me to speak. But you're not. You're of your father the devil who is the father of lies. And has been speaking the lies since the very beginning. So, who am I listening to? Will Jesus tell me I'm an evildoer or will Jesus tell me, well done, my good and faithful servant? And I can be confident that I am God's faithful servant because we're told in Hebrews, the curtain has been torn in half. You have Christ, your high priest is seated. He is seated. The work is done. There's no other work that needs to be done every Sunday. There's no other sacrifice that needs to be made any every Sunday. No, the work that the high priest was supposed to do has been done. It is finished. And now he is seated. And we're told that we are seated in heavenly places with Christ. 
So how am I supposed to live that? I need to go before God's throne confidently and, and ask as Jesus told me to ask and seek as Jesus told me to seek and knock as Jesus told me to knock because the door will be opened. The door will be opened. The curtain has already been torn. You're not going to stand outside for an entire, the entire time. No, you're welcomed in. Am I communing with God in my daily actions or am I communing at the table of demons? I think it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Touching on all aspects of life, but the same thing, meaning who am I listening to? Because if I'm listening to Jesus and his spirit, the spirit of Christ that's alive in me, then I will live and I will bear the fruits of the spirit and I'll be confident that the voice I'm listening to is the spirit of God and I'm not listening to the evil one. And I'll be confident that I will go before God, before Jesus, and he will tell me, well done, my good and faithful servant. I have confidence that I am saved. I have confidence that I'm covered by Christ's righteousness. I have confidence that the word of God is the sword that I'm using to fight this battle against the evil one. I am con because the word is full of the spirit and life. That's John chapter six, verse from verse 60. I am confident that the good news, I'm confident that I am ready to walk this life Spreading the good news. I'm confident that my faith is in God, the one and true God. Right? And this thing, when it comes to casting out demons, is not just something that I, it's something that I, behind the scenes, it's something God is guiding me when it comes to that specific gift. I don't know if I should say anything more, but I know like the devil is fighting me on this because there's something that God is doing behind the scenes when it comes to this specific gift in my life, mm, you know? So even this is something I'm seeing now. No wonder he wants me to doubt it. You know, there's there's so much in this that I only me it's between me and God and I think my sister because I <laughs> my small sister I told her like, a tiny bit of this thing that's going on in my life. God is doing, but there's a bigger picture, Nanini. You see, you you need to understand all these things spiritually because I cannot separate what God is doing on this this part of my life and this other part of my life. This is happening. There's a connection and I'm seeing that connection now. Okay. So yeah, this is how I fight this battle. So there's no confusion. There's no, there's no, there's no contradiction here. And the word of God will not return to him empty. Meaning it's true. And it will finish the works that it has been sent to finish. It's powerful. The word of God is powerful. Because it's full of the power. It's full of the spirit. And I should trust the word of God. So I think that's it. I think Timifika Pointenye. That's. That was a good thought process.
it has landed me somewhere that I am confident that there's no deception happening here. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Interesting. My recording on Nambia maximum 2 hours, 44 minutes and 55 seconds. So, probably it's because I have low storage. So, it's telling me that's the max I can record this recording. I mean, I'm done. It's 44 minutes now, but uh, this is new. But I, it's a good thing. Because sometimes I'm recording and I lose my recording because it's too long. Oh, so, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for speaking. Thank you, God, for your word. Thank you for confirming your word. Thank you because it's not the only time that I'll come across these verses. And I pray that every time I come across these verses, Holy Spirit, that you continue revealing your truth helping helping it sink in because i know god it still needs to sink in in my head and i still need to understand it i don't i just don't want to to believe for the sake of believing just so that i don't have a contradicting message no i want to i want to be a soldier that can that can defend for me to be able to defend the truth the word of god i need to understand it and i need to believe it so i don't want to be deceived into believing I don't want to fear my way into believing. No, I want to truly understand and have faith that the words I'm speaking, that the words of life because they're full of the spirit and life. That the words I'm speaking are truth because Jesus is the truth and the spirit is the spirit of truth. The words I'm speaking are of God because the Holy Spirit is in me and he's the spirit who comes from God. He is God. So thank you, God. Thank you for the confidence that I have in you. Thank you for faith. Ah, help my unbelief. See, that's what the, the those is it a Roman soldier or somebody that Jesus he he brought his son. Kwanzaa it's about casting out demons. He brought his son, and the the disciples could not cast the demon out of his son. And he came to Jesus and said, "I've come. I've gone to your disciples, and they cannot cast them the demon out of my son. My demon is convulging. He is." Martin, my demon. My son is convulging. He's throwing the demon in him is throwing him in, in water. He wants to kill him. The demon is also throwing him in fire. He wants to kill my son. Please help my son. And then Jesus, I think Jesus asked him, like, Do you have faith or something? I don't remember. But the man, instead of saying yes, I have faith, he says, like, help my unbelief. Like, I have faith, but help my unbelief. So it's like what Jesus says, like, even if you have the little faith as that of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. So even this demon in the sun, that seems to be a huge deal, a huge mountain, a huge obstacle to freedom, to the freedom and the sanity of his, of his son, even your faith can cast this demon out of this son, of your son. So Jesus says, Jesus casts the demon out of the sun. And I think this is the part where Jesus tells the disciples, you, this such demon or this demon can only be cast out by prayer. And I think fasting. There, there is another footnote there that says that some other manuscripts have fasting. Prayer and fasting and some also only have prayer.
So again, you see there's more that I need to understand when it comes to this. So God, I trust and believe that as long as you have woken me up this morning, as long as there's breath in my lungs, as long as you've given me breath in my lungs and a sound mind, that you'll continue teaching me in your perfect time. And I pray that when you want to teach me that I am open to learning and I don't I don't dismiss you. So thank you, God. Thank you. It's in Jesus' name I pray, trusting and believing. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Hopefully you'll be joining me every Tuesday for new episodes of the Trying Podcast. Stay safe, guys. Bye.